The gospel that we hear today is a continuation of what we heard last Sunday. Last Sunday, people were very happy because of what Jesus was saying. People were happy because he was saying that he came to announce the good news to the poor, to give sight to the blind, and hear to the, to those who, to the deaf, and all, all these kind of things, very good things. And today they asked him to do miracles. So you did miracles in Capernaum, do the miracles here because this is the place where you grew up and you know, we are, we are your friends and your relatives are here, so do all these miracles. But then he answered in a very different way because they were also angry, the people were also angry because he didn't continue the passage from Isaiah that he was quoting, the passage from Isaiah that he said, I came to, an, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, I came to announce the good news to the poor. Chapter 61 of Isaiah continues saying, and I come to announce the day of vengeance by the Lord. He didn't talk about vengeance. What about vengeance? You're the Messiah, you come to free us from all these Romans who are here oppressing us, but he didn't talk about vengeance. He did the opposite. Today we hear in the gospel that there were many widows, and the only widow that was helped was somebody who was not part of the people of Israel. There were many lepers, and the only one who was cured, who was healed, was somebody who was not part of the people of Israel. And you didn't talk about vengeance, but you're talking about salvation for the other people who are not like us? Well, they were very angry. And you're not doing the miracles? Then why are we here? So let's put him, push him through the hill. Sometimes we might get angry because we don't see the people who don't come to church being condemned in the same way I cannot, as a priest, I cannot say, oh, blessed are you, the 12.30 p.m. mass attendees. Thank you for coming. You will be saved. Poor people who didn't come. I cannot say that because Jesus came to announce salvation for everybody. Maybe they need more witness from us so they will come. Maybe they are getting closer to God in a different way. But we cannot just condemn them in that way. The love of God is for everybody. And that's what we hear in the second reading. You know, we always hear this reading, this hymn of love, especially for weddings. Love is patient, love is kind, it is not jealous, love never fails. And sometimes I believe that some couples realize that the only day when all of this is fulfilled is on the wedding day. Love never fails. Love is patient. Love is kind. And it is, it is very human. You know, we cannot expect everything to be perfect. But what happens is that this love that St. Paul is talking about is not the love as we understand it, as we usually try to live it. There are three different kinds of love in the New Testament that come from the Greek. One love is the eros, 
and eros is the passionate love. It's all about this romantic love that uh, most of us, in, uh, everybody, experience in their lives. This romantic love, this attraction, and, and the passion. Passion is not wrong. It depends where. I'm passionate about the Bears and the Super Bowl and all of this, and that's not wrong. So it's, it's not wrong to be passionate. So it's, that's a kind of love, eros, romantic love. The second kind of love is philion or philios. It's the kind of love that is more about family, more about relatives. Philios is brother, so it's more about brotherhood, some people who are closer to us. But the third kind of love is the Christian love. It's the agape love. It's called agape in, uh, in Greek. Agape love. The agape love is that fraternity that we are all supposed to have is the love that moves me to give even my life for the other person, not for my sake, not so I will be the hero, but for the sake of the other person. And this is the most difficult love because sometimes we come to love a person, but that's because I, I feel lonely, so I need to love somebody, I need to be in company of somebody. I need to be with so, have somebody around. So I love that person, but it's for my sake because, because I feel lonely. But the kind of love that St. Paul is talking about is the agape love, is the love that is for the sake of the other person, is the love when I'm thinking about the good of the other person only, and that is very difficult. And then, love is patient, love is kind, love never fails. You know, sometimes when we hear love never fails, we'll be like, sure, what about my divorce? What about the betrayal of this person? What about my children? who yell at me sometimes, you see? Because we are thinking about this other kind of love. So we need to move from this idea of love, this very earthly idea of love, to the Christian love. When we understand that I am going to love not because of me, not because of my own egotistical desires, but because I want the good of the other person, maybe things would be different. Because if I love somebody just because I'm waiting that person to love me in exchange, and then that person doesn't love me as I want that person to love me, then I feel frustrated because it was about me. It was not love for the other person, for the good of the other person. And it is difficult. We need to grow on this relationship and this understanding of love. The first reading is Prophet Jeremiah. And Prophet Jeremiah was sent by God to tell the truth to the kings and the priests. And he said, they will fight against you. And God told him, most likely you will fail. Most likely they will not listen to you. But they will not prevail against you. And I would like to bring this idea and this message from the Lord to Jeremiah to each one of us who might be fighting for our relationships, who might be fighting for love, 
because all of us are looking for love in this world. Why? Because God is love, because God is perfection, and we will always be looking for God, sometimes in the wrong places. But that hole that is in our hearts needs to be filled, and only God can fill that hole. And we want to fill that hole, that space there in my heart, that that is missing with something here, with love, with possessions, with passions, with all these things, but it'll never be completely filled. Even if you have your husband next to you, there will be something missing in there. And that space is only filled by God, as St. Augustine said, our hearts are restless until they rest in you. So the invitation this Sunday is that even when you have failed in love, even when sometimes there are so many difficulties in your relationships with your husband, with your wife, with your boyfriend, girlfriend, with your siblings, with your teachers and parents and children, the Lord is promising that will not prevail over you, for I am with you to deliver you. And even when love is very difficult, the Lord is always present. Even in that moment of pain, of pain and suffering, the Lord will be present to give you some hope, some strength to over overcome this situation. And the Lord will send you people but you need to allow those people to help you because the Lord will be always with us. And then when we understand this idea of love, when we understand that everything is about God, maybe we will love the other person just for the sake of the other person and not for my own sake. May the Lord continue to be present in our relationships, in our families, and in every intend and fight for love that we have today and will have for the rest of our lives.